Hi there! I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Twagust, day 11. We are going to jump very quickly into this because when we last left off, Edward had saved Bella from a group of drunken frat boys in a parking lot, and I need to know that Bella is safe from Edward. We're going to get this going at minute 40, from 40 to 44 today, with the 3, 2, 1, boop, 3, 2, 1, boop. They are driving off. Those frat boys do not like it. They gone. Edward just threatened to rip their heads off. Bella agrees that they shouldn't. Uh, Bella just asked if he could actually tear her their heads off, and then she suddenly bit her lip. I noticed that, Bella. He is tweaking or something. He is not okay. Oh, she left her friends. Because Edward. That's what they think. Okay. Wow, they are both charmed by him. They are biting their lips, too. Every single actress in this movie was given the direction at some point, just bite your lower lip. Just, just you know, you crave them so much that you just bite in your lip. Oh, He's offering to drive her home. And they should eat something. So he's making this a date right after he rescued her question mark it's certainly a date in those two girls eyes oh my god i love this girl's hair i know it's it's like what pinup hair i don't know what the famous pinup is but it's that 50s hair i love it Okay, we're two minutes in, and I got most excited by hair so far. He is on a special diet because he is a vampire. Go for it. Correct response, Bella. You have to get some answers. What a snarky bitch. Yes, no. 3.4. Uh, these two's chemistry is like reverse alchemy. What is the reverse of a philosopher's stone, I wonder? Oh my god, he just admits to stalking her. What is this nightmare? Oh, what? We can hear thoughts? 
Okay, three minutes of this nonsense. Wow, it's so amazing. I remember ending this last episode. I like, ugh. I had some hope of maybe understanding things of being what's just going, but God. Ugh. Sorry, this is a terrible podcasting because I'm just being so silent because I'm just so grossed by their, like, flirting here. They are so awful for each other. Oh, my God. He can tell her that she reminds him that she thinks there's something wrong with her. Okay, that's, that's, Wow. Anticlimactic four minutes right there. Just really gross hetero nonsense. So, okay. So he saved her. Uh, and then, then like, that's really all we just did for four minutes? We just went from her saving her. And then the friends think they're on a date. And then they just end up going on a date? After all of... Oh. I've had a lot of awkward conversations in public places. I could write a show. I could write a one-man show called Awkward Conversations in Public Places. And this conversation is so awkward that I am not okay with it. Like, you don't... Uh, if I rescued one of my friends from being, at minimum, assaulted, if not sexually assaulted... I don't think I would then just take them to, like, the equivalent of a local lodge restaurant. Like, this is not appropriate place to be deconstructing what's happening. Go to your home. Go to a home. Go to, like, a, go back to the beach. Go somewhere else that's, like, private and you have some space and, like, time to think. And, like, God. Ugh. These two are going to have, like, years of relationship counseling. Like, my God. And you know what? They want it. They can bone more power to them. But I just say these flags are numerous and they are heavy, heavy red. So, well, we're going to see what these next four minutes lead to tomorrow. Thank you all for joining me on Twagist. I know I sound really demoralized right there, but I, I, I'm looking forward to, to the prospect of uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking forward to the prospect of. Damn it, Team Jacob. I really am. I just want Jacob to come back on here. He's the most interesting person so far. Alright. Take care, everyone. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Oh boy, we are starting Twagust episode 12, and I loaded up the video to minute 44. And I am looking at Bopa looking right back at me. Oh, Lord. You know, I was thinking to myself after recording yesterday's episode that 
we have sort of strayed from the one of the original theses, which was why Robert Patterson. And we haven't strayed from it in the sense of that I internally have abandoned that thesis. It's more so that I have been so repulsed by the storyline of Edward and Bella that I can't see the Bopa through it all. Um, so as I was thinking about it yesterday, I was trying to assess where I stand in terms of understanding his level of attraction to... Um, physically, just in this film, uh, I make the joke about him being pale and pasty. I mean, it's a joke. It's really just an observation. Uh, and in the light in some of these later scenes, it has looked a little bit better. So I'm understanding, I'm understanding more so the appeal that he has there in a general sense. I, I don't personally relate to it yet, but... We'll see how it goes in these next few minutes here. So in terms of answering the question, why Bopa? Why Bobby Pats? Why Robert Patterson? That's still up in the air. We're going to get ready for that 3-2-1 boop at minute 44. Oh, ugh, okay. Sorry again. Looking right at him. 3-2-1 boop. What is it? And he says, I don't have the strength to stay away from me anymore. Oh, my God. So after having telling her they can't be together, he's like, I can't not be with you. When is he going to reveal to her that he's a vampire? We're 40. So we're almost like three eighths of the way through when we hit 45 and he still has not revealed that he's a vampire like if you didn't go into this knowing you're just sort of like taking in that this guy is like a weirdo and has supernatural powers but there's nothing else to indicate that he's a vampire well i guess there was that little scene part where it was like he can't be in the sun and they're driving and there are the cops Oh, is this where, um, oh, no, oh, no, they're just straight up at the police department. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, so Edward Cullen's dad is here, so both of their dads are going to be here? Wait, his dad is the doctor? Did I already know that? If so, I have time to forget. Okay. Oh, they're calling in an animal attack. Is this them, like... Okay, so they're saying animals got security card. So, oh my god. This is like gaslighting is built into the society of vampires. They're trying to blame, like, the werewolves or the wolves, I bet, on this. Because that's their, like, blood feud or whatever. Oh, okay. I'm making something interesting out of this. Because so far, it's, it's, it's pretty much just been, like, pulling up and talking. And... Not Sebastian Stan and Bella are there. Why are you sorry to your dad, Bella? Or the murder part. Okay. You know, I like their relationship. It seems healthy enough. 
They do seem to care about each other. Dad and daughter. I don't know what went on with their, like, parents. I don't know if we're going to find out more about what happened with their parents' divorce, but I am curious what made that fall apart. Nice. Pepper spray. <laughs> oh, some Chekhov's pepper spray. That definitely won't come back. Wow, we're almost, we are almost at three minutes in this at 47. A minute left. I mean, we've moved, you tell me what, this story is moving forward at least. They're telling us that these murder investigations matter. Wait, why does, okay, so she sees the body and then she sees flashes of Edward? What is, is she like a psychic forensic files? What is this? What did she see? What is the film trying to tell me with those flashes? What in for... Oh my god. Okay, that's just frustrating. Because it... it. Okay. So it... Ugh. She's reading the book now. I can't get ahead of myself. Okay. There's 20 seconds left. I'll process this all in 20 seconds. The cold one. What the... What am I reading? What is this? The immortal drink and its blood and it's okay. Nope, we're at up. Oh, that's it. Forty-eight. Wow. Okay, so she's like going into this ancient aliens like history channel nonsense deep dive. Like, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> no. No, it's just another layer of nonsense in our seven bean dip layer nonsense nachos. Oh god. Okay. So. What were those flashes? What did she intuit from that? Like, it looked like she, she saw Edward. She saw. She saw Edward in another goddamn cafeteria scene with the other vampires and then the dead body. And apparently we were supposed to, like, intuit that she's having some sort of intuition that he's going to do it all. But they don't explicitly say that because now she is just looking up Pacific Northwest legends, which, hey, again, way more interesting than some of the other bullshit that we've been subjected to subjected to so far i can literally i i am oof i have too many thoughts and i cannot get my lips to move fast enough for all of them okay so that last minute was oh my god i don't want to say game changer because it seems like everything in here is just twisty turny but i really am curious now to see the reveal of how again this like vampire society is embedded in a conspiracy against the townspeople like this is wild this is wild shit that's happening and this film is trying to tell me that the most important thing is some will they won't they high school bullshit no 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 more of this at least like i'm literally paused and I'm looking at an illustration of some sort of demon nightmare fanged creature with like red claws that look like beautiful drag queen nails on drag race. Like this is fierce stuff that's going on. Okay. 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 Uh, after again, after last night, it's Edward pushed me out, but I'm getting sucked back in with this, with all of this lore. It's, it's what I can hang on to. I guess this is just the thing that I can, like, grab my little unromantic self to is just this world-building 
beautiful nonsense. It, it true it is it is some of the truest like nonsense. Like they tried to layer in already that the they can't be in the sun, and they did that just saying like whenever it's not stormy, the columns go away. Like this is the clumsiest layering of it all. Oh my god! Oh. And I'm not even halfway through. Oh, this is going to be a long month, but it's going to be... Ugh. I'm glad that I'm taking you all along this way. It tr truly the number of times that my brain has broken down like a bad carnival f Ferris wheel is just incredible. I'm, I'm amazed at how hard my brain is working at to make sense of this all, but... When you have the task in front of you to figure out why Twilight, why Robert Patterson, you make it work. And you do the work, and you put your brain to it, and it hurts, but the reward at the end is going to be great. Because I get a look at, at this fangorious motherfucker in front of me. <laughs> Okay, just literally go to minute 48, pause it, and just laugh with me. That's how I'm going to leave you out on that laugh. Take care, everybody, and I will see you tomorrow. I, I, tr I truly, truly cannot wait to see where the hell we go from here. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. It is Twagust, wow, day 13, episode lucky number 13. And as soon as I hit the record button, this thought entered my head. I didn't... <laughs> Last episode, Edward offered to pull the heads off of human beings for Bella. And that didn't end the relationship right then, right there. It, it, this I am awash in toxic masculinity. It is... It's really interesting that... We have been shown all of these things that Edward is, like, doing, lying, and offering immoral or illegal activities to a, a high schooler, you know? And we haven't just, like, he's not, like, the villain. It's not like this is a, a where, <laughs> oh, boy. This is where I'm starting, folks. This is just where I'm at. I this, th I I'm sort of in the anticipation stage where it's like, you're waiting for your parents to fight, or like you just see or hear like the couple, like some couple yelling, and you're just like, oh god, I hope this doesn't escalate to a domestic dispute. Like I'm just in uncomfortable anticipation for what the fuck Edward's gonna do next. So. And starting out this next episode, that's just where I am. I am in a uncomfortable orbit with with Mister Edward. Um, Bopa though, he's looking pretty good. He's he's been looking better and better each time. They have finally balanced 
that makeup to give him a bit more sensible uh, tone, I guess. Okay. As always, we're going to do the 3, 2, 1, boop. Oh, we're starting at minute 48. How rude of me not to say earlier. We are starting at minute 48. We last left off on a web search for Pacific Northwest myth and origins. I'm assuming because we're going to try and find more about the Cullen clan as well as the um, native area that Jacob, uh, the native tribe that Jacob is involved in that are supposedly descended from wolves. Boy, howdy. I, uh, I'm going to say nothing more. I'm going to get to this three, two, one, boop. Here we go. Three, two, one, a boop. So you clicked on India and the Ganges, Peru. Oh yeah, it's just all sort of like demon dismemberment. It's she, she is basically like on a Wikipedia binge of just all sorts of different types of things. Okay, so speed, strength, cold skinned. These are the words that we're highlighting. Mortal, drank blood. And then there's the word vampire. And it's showing some sort of like, <laughs> there was some kinky fuckery going on where a vampire was biting someone on the neck and it was like a generic guy. And then it flashed and it turned into Edward. And he looked at the camera like, I'm in your dreams, girl. And she woke up. Now she's at the high school. What are we doing? We are, of course, looking across a ways. We're making eye contact from long distances. We're distant now. That's where we're at in the relationship. But oh, she's going to make the commitment. She walks boldly closer. She's going to confront him. And she says, I know what you are. You're a Bopa, a Bobby Pats. And I don't fuck with that. Oh, no, she just walked past him. Cold shouldered that cold skinned motherfucker. Perfect, Bella. That's what he deserves. I mean, I know you're going to end up with him in the end, like, so whatever. But, oh, no, he's following her. I don't like this. She's going to the woods and she's being followed by Edward. This is how it happens on a Lifetime movie. Oh, boy. And now she's on the forest moon of Endor. You're impossibly fast and strong okay now she's just repeating all of the things that i listed earlier that she googled <laughs> sometimes you speak like you're from a different time you talk in stilted dialogue like they did back in that day uh we we passed the two minutes already Seventeen. you are not 17. I don't like that he's just like creepily behind her. Oh, and now some sort of like rotating cam. What is this? Oh no. I think I might know why the director only directed the first one of these. Say it. Now Edward wants her to say it. Oh God, what is happening? This camera angles. Ooh. Oh, we're just... Yes, vampire. There it is. The words have finally been spoken. Minute 51. Just short of halfway through this film, we have finally introduced the concept of 
vampires. For sure, it has been said out loud. Oh my god. Wow, he's just like, <laughs> tell me, what do I eat, huh? I mean, even the way he grabs her by the arm is like, ugh. You need to see what I look like in the sunlight. Oh, shit. And now he's on her back. She is on her his back. And, like, um, who's someone less problematic than the Flash I can reference who moves fast? I don't know. A hummingbird. Yeah, that's my first go-to reference. A hummingbird. 52 minutes. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to let this go over slightly 52. I want to see this motherfucker in the sun. We'll go back tomorrow, but I'm going to overtime to see it. Glimmer for me. Shimmer. Shimmer, Robert. Come on. You got this. <laughs> That's the worst GTI. Oh, boy. Okay, pausing it, pausing it, pausing it, pausing it. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. That's some of the worst CGI I've seen in a while. I know this was, what, 2008, but still, that was like a filter, shimmery, glimmery photo layer to supply to his abs. Oh, why? Why was he, like, shirtless in this area? Oh, oh God. Oh, like, any sexual appeal that could happen is just counteracted by what an absolute doofus Edward is. Like, he's dangerous and a doofus. It's the worst combination. That's like... the ugh. Again, this entire excursion so far is an exodus into what will be a bad relationship. Like... Is the the postscript of whatever the last book is, New Moon or whatever, and after they get married and have a kid, is it also like, and then 10 years later, oh yeah, they got divorced because this was a horrible idea. This was a terrible relationship. He just became so controlling. And like, she does try to conform at first because she thought that that's what she wanted was someone to like be dominant over her. I can understand from this. I can understand from their relationship right here how someone would make a BDSM master sub fanfic and then turn it into something else because of this. Like, it is sinister and weird and wrong. Like, like it, it's trying to present Bella as this consensual person who's interested in it, but she is too young she does not know what she wants she's not out of high school you can't be fucking around with someone in high school edward eddie baby what are you doing go go to a bar go go get on tinder do something else go find something else why are you even why are you in high school to begin with what is even happening i'm so i am now so lost in how fucked up this entire thing is. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm just, I'm stunned speechless now. I'm, my emotions have finally caught up with me, and I'm really, 
just like, oh. did women did women look for someone like this? Like how many bad relationships and abusive relationships did Twilight start? Because people were just like, oh, well, he was like being an asshole to me, but that's fine. I can change him. Or like, oh, it's probably because he's got some secret that like, I'm just the one that needs to be there to help fix it. It's like, oh my God, this is so unhealthy. And I almost want to say irresponsible. I know the movie's not done. I know the saga's not done, but I, I'm just... On and uh, I just feel for her. I just feel bad for Bella. That's Bella girl. What are you getting yourself into? Like, if you were my friend and you came up to me and you detailed everything that had happened so far, like, let's just say, um, you know, we're in the woods, he shows you that he sparkles, and then you come back to me. Like, this is the point right now, nothing else has happened in the film. I'm setting you aside, and I am saying, you can stay with me until we get away from him. Uh, let's first call non-emergency services. Let's get any stuff that you have at his place. I mean, I know they're not at that point yet, but I would just be like, we're going to like get you some help, girl, because this person does not sound right, does not sound in their head. They sound incredibly emotionally reactive to the point of being dangerous, and I worry for you. That's just where I am at right now. I can not, can, I haven't, I've never condoned this. Oh my God, okay. Hmm. I think I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna get worked up anymore on a fictional relationship. Cause that's what they want from me. That's what this movie wants from me. And I'm so mad at it. I'm so mad that it's trying to, like, present this as okay. Mm. Maybe it's just a real insight into me emotionally, how I am protective. Like, that. maybe that's what it is, and I'm reading way too much into it. But I also just feel like I'm gaslighting myself now to make this conditionally acceptable, which is what abusers want. That's actually kind of how they trick you. It is making you rationalize their awful behavior. So I refuse to do that. No Team Edward. Bring back Jacob. I will say it every episode until he's back. Bring back Jacob. Okay, everyone. I'm going to be back tomorrow. And in two days, after the 15th episode, because that's then when we'll officially hit the one hour mark, we are going to have another recap episode where, oh my God, oh my God, I can't imagine how much we're going to cover. And I have to do, I'm going to be doing the same thing where I'm talking to someone who also was not familiar with the series before this. So I'm going to have to have like a lesson plan to go over all of the plot beats and all of the, just the different layers. And I'm going to look like a conspiracy that trying to make all these connections of how these vampires are relating right now to society and how they live into it and their weird quirks and how it's different from all the other vampires. Like, vampires aren't copy wrote. You can just do the old vampire thing. You didn't need to change. You didn't need to make him sparkly, baby. Oh my God, we're going to start with that scene again. I'm going to watch that scene again. Okay, that's my motivation for tomorrow. I am motivated to get back into this
unhealthy consumption of media. Spreading this movie out over a month. I'm going to come back tomorrow and I'm going to see Bobby Pat's shimmery, shiny CGI abs. And it will bring me so much joy for all the wrong reasons. Now, now ending my Midwest goodbye as I've tried to wrap this up probably three times now, but keep getting sucked back in. I'm done. I love you all. Take care. Boy, howdy. You will hear from me tomorrow. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Twagust, day 14, episode 14. It's going to be one of those episodes where I have very little preamble because I need to jump right into this film and let it wash over me. I need Edward's abs to shimmer and shine. A glistening demigod? I guess I don't really know what exactly the level of powers he has here, but I think I'm going to find out. As always... 321boop is how we're starting this at minute 52. We are so close to the halfway point. 52 minutes in. Here we go. 3, 2, 1, boop. I watched this up to the, the shimmery point last night, so we're having some slight overlap here. And he's in the sun, and Bella's looking at him. To be fair, she probably thinks that he's going to, like, burn up, because that's what vampires do in fiction. And it's like diamonds. No, it's like bad CGI. So what? So he shimmers. What's the consequence of that? You're beautiful. No. No, he's not. Oh, the skin of a killer. Didn't know that he went full Ed Gein. I'm a killer. I don't believe that. Bella, Bella, why would you not believe that? I'm the world's most dangerous predator, a.k.a. a male. My voice, my face, even my smell invites you in. I'm just repeating things that are being said because it's so absurd. What? What is... So he's displaying his super fastness just to be like, look, I could, I could like do whatever I want to you. Oh, you just pull a tree from the ground? My God. Unstable. Unhinged. And she, quote, does not care. I've killed people before. Say it, Bella. It doesn't matter. Yep, exactly. You are so horny for... This is uh, basically a long extended film about those women who write death row inmates and fall in love with them. Four minutes, or excuse me, 54 minutes, so two minutes in. 
Well, at least they're making eye contact with each other from, like, a close distance. Oh, nope, he zoomed away. Never mind. I literally spoke too soon. Well, oh, good. So they're ethical vampires because they only hunt animals. Except for what happened with the security guard and the guy in the boat. Oh, my God! D don't call the woman you're interested in, quote, your own personal brand of heroin. She's not bare. What the fuck? I mean, I've heard worse chat-up lines on Grinder, but, like, my God. This is disgusting. Oh, and I don't know if it's just the heterosexuality that's pushing me away or, like, what? I mean, just kidding. It's just the in, the literal serial killer vibes he's putting off and also quoting himself as. Don't, don't touch the moss. Don't lean against the moss. That's wet and gross. Oh, my God. Well, Bella, girl, I'm glad you're not afraid of him because I'm sitting here realizing the horror show that is this relationship. I've said it in earlier episodes, and I'm going to reiterate it. The horror aspect of this movie is not vampires or werewolves. It is this relationship that a centuries-year-old man is having with a high schooler. A not-yet-of-age high schooler. Multi- million dollar franchise billions of dollars in movie sales 56 minute we're paused in the middle of this conversation oh my god wow wow i mean tomorrow we're hitting the halfway point but i feel like we have crossed the line of my patience with this i mean i in the sense of uh, i've known f for 30 minutes plus so like we're at over seven days, so over a week. So last week, the recap, I was already, was already talking about how bad of this relationship is. And tomorrow, we're going to get to the halfway point. We're going to have another recap. And it's just going to be more about me detailing how bad this relationship is. It truly is a wonder. It is, it is pop culture malfeasance at its worst. Like... Telling people this is the kind of relationship that we want to, like, idolize. I'm glad I'm at the point where I can recognize unhealthy relationships and call it out how it is. And not feel the need to just accept something narratively because it's being told. Like, in a weird way... And a, and a very, like, high ground moral high point way. I'll fully admit it. I am coming into this and feeling better about myself in the sense of how I have chosen to define my relationship with others, but especially my husband. Like, this is making me realize that, wow, like, what a great relationship he and I have that we are not like these two. It's absurd. It is parody. It's it's Twilight. 
But I want to crawl into bed with my husband like a good husband should. So I am going to end all of my thoughts here. And it's really funny because I feel like this entire series probably sounds like someone who is bipolar and is just having ups and downs and ups and downs. But this is how this film is. It truly, like, we have covered so many miles within these last almost hour. It is just meant to bombard you with twist and turn and all sorts of different things so that you're not stopping to think about how fucked up all of this is. But when you're only watching four minutes a day and you have time to think about it, you really can think about how unsettling everything that's happening is. I went, I, you know what? You made a mistake leaving Arizona. Bella, you fucked up. You shouldn't have left Arizona. You shouldn't have got on that Southwest flight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's the original sin. Okay. Tomorrow is episode 15. It's incredible that we're at the end of the first two weeks. It really is, and we're almost at that hour point. And then after that, we're going to have another recap. We're going to have to, I'm we slash I, I'm going to have to collect all those thoughts and somehow deliver it in a cohesive way to you. I don't know how that's going to happen yet. I really don't because this has not given me any chance to think about it. Well, it's high camp, I guess. It's something. Okay. Love you all, and I will be talking to you all tomorrow. You take care. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. As I walked from my car today after getting some groceries, I had two thoughts between the time I exited my car and got to my front door. The first is, in trying to relate to Edward Cullen, I thought about Irving Goffman's theory of masks and social masking, and how at least Edward and I do have one thing in common, which is our desire for self-presentation. Me, of course, choosing the persona of a drag queen in order to help express myself in ways that I feel I'm not normally able to, and in Edward's case, using this as a way to preserve his image of how he feels physically compared to when his vampirism started. The second thought I had is, is Edward Cullen a thousand-year-old man, or is he a thousand-year-old, seventeen-year-old? It was at this point I opened the door to my house, put down my groceries, and realized I've truly become infected by this film. And with that, it's episode 15, day 15 of Twagast, and we are going to be on minute 56 to wait for it. You just did the math. One hour, 60 whole minutes. We're going to be at the halfway point, and then after that, it will be time to decompress with a two-week 
recap. I'm so excited. We have some of the gang from Radio Free Multiverse that are going to be in. And I'm going to keep the identities secret of who will be there because I'm keeping it so secret that I don't know who's going to be on myself. It will be surely a surprise for all. And with that set up, we're going to go ahead and get to that hour as quick as we can. In fact, I think we might be able to get there in a whole four minutes if we start now. Get ready for the Missy's patented 3-2-1 boop. Three, two, one, boop. Okay, Edward saying the, la the word lion reminded me that this exchange ended last time. With Edward saying, it's like the lion falling in love with a lamb. And Bella saying, what a stupid lamb. And, and now we're cutting to a scene of them literally in a field of flowers. And she lays down in the field of flowers. And he lays down next to her. What are we doing? We've reverted back to a typical high school drama. It always comes back to just being a very paint-by-numbers high school drama minus them changing vampire lore and, and adding the vampires in more eye contact it's just eyeballing each other and she's like oh my god okay and he's sparkling again like a nice claire's earring oh and we zoom out from up above as we leave. I mean, this is actually a nicely technically done shot just because we're going through the branches of the trees and that's being layered in. So it's at least an interesting shot. And Bella lying on her bed. Oh, geez, and everything. Do you think she's positive about? Okay, first Edward is a vampire. And Michael's, Missy's first. Is that a cock ring on her hand? Okay, second. There was a part of him that, oh God, she thinks that he wants his blood and that there's a part of him that wants it. Oh, honey child. Third, she's irrevocably in love with him. This is, I mean, it's so... I have such a disgust for Edward, and now here we have Bella just seemingly wandering right into it. And now everyone sees that Edward's with Bella, and he looks like the cock of the walk. Oh my god, he even has the smarmiest look on his face. You know, everybody's staring. Let them stare, that's what he's going to say. Uh -huh. This is, this is again, just the bad boy, the school scene where the nice girl gets with him and everyone's like, oh, oh, oh. in this case, the bad guy's a murderer. So does a person have to be dying to become like a vampire? Bella, that's your question. Oh. Uh. Okay, now we're 
Oh, okay. So 1918 is when he became a vampire during the Spanish influenza. Damn, I wonder how many people with COVID were given vampirism according to the rules of this. So it's wait okay so he got bit by some doctor daddy and once you taste the blood it's almost impossible so is vampirism now also a metaphor for substance addiction we're at an hour mark we're at an hour mark midway through Finally, more revelation about Edward and his past. Oh. Halfway. Got a lot to think about. I got a lot to think about now. The implications of unconsensual vampirism and how it now seems like I don't know I'm trying to wonder if there's a layer of like cycle of abuse thing going on in here and I and this would be assuming that having vampirism is is not necessarily the reason of the abuse it's the way of giving someone something without their consent regardless that's just the aspect of it is consent. And like, you could argue, oh, well, he saved his life and he would have died otherwise. And it's like, well, yeah, but now he's like stuck being a 17 year old perving on high school girls when he's had almost a century's worth of experience to like, you know, know better, I guess, is where I'm at. I, Edward should know better. Bella should know better. Both of them now careening towards a relationship that is based on trauma and based on both of them having holes they need filled. No, not like that. It's not that kind of show. Remember, this is not, this has no sexuality in it. It has sensuality. Lots of eye banging, and that's where the line is. So now that now that we're we're here and Bella is clearly asking probing questions to where she's already this early on in the relationship considering that for her self-worth to arrive she needs to possibly change herself to become something more appealing to a man and something so fundamental that being her a human condition or again are vampires human i'm gonna say no but humanoids obviously hmm i'm i'm really interested how how bad it gets for them in, in just by this next hour it's I don't feel I'm normally a very optimistic person in general, but this has given me no reason to be 
over optimistic about their chances again even though i know how this ends that's how this is how uh, filtering this through the lens of knowing that they end up together still i think is the aspect that messes my viewing experience of this up the most i don't know if i didn't know they would end up together if then I'd be looking at it of there's a possible out. They're not going to, you know, maybe uh, Team Jacob pans out in the end. There's some tension there. But I'm just watching the origin story of a couple. And it's not pretty. And it's not pretty because of their actions. Not from external factors, that neither one of them, you know, that, oh, they had bad things happen to them. I mean, they both individually had, like, bad things happen to them. But their relationship has only been affected so far by the choices of both of them. And it's... Uh, I mean, maybe if I had someone save my life twice, I would be talking differently. Like, I would have a completely different perspective. Although I say that, and my husband did save my life in many different ways, because he made me feel incredibly comfortable with my sexuality, which completely changed my identity and who I was, but in a way that allowed me to be what I already was. I don't know, does Bella already identify as a vampire? Is that where we're going with this? I, I have too many questions. Not enough are going to get answers before this halfway point. So I'm going to go ahead and pull the parachute out and say I'm going to float on down to the ground and end this episode with all the weight of these implications coming in with me to the recap. And it will give me a chance to, again, just clear my head and download all this data, all this data that is flooding my synapses with utter nonsense like it is really staring into infinite nothingness and trying to make some meaning of it and there is none so far oh I didn't realize that I'd be watching like something with the seventh seal level of existential drama but twilight that's what you are to me right now it's two people playing chess with death but you are each other's death all right tomorrow we re re recap and episode 16 because we can't stop this train no no a recap isn't gonna stop us from moving on forward into that next hour. As always, love you and take care. Hi there, I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Hello! It is episode 16, day 16 of Twagust. I am coming off that two-week recap, 
with the Radio Free Multiverse, Emily and Forrest. I had a wonderful time with them. If you feel like skipping the recaps because you've already listened to all the daily episodes and you think, okay, it's just going to be, oh, him saying a lot of the same stuff over and over. Yeah, that's a little bit of that. But Emily has read the book and provided such wonderful insight. And Forrest was perfectly empathetic with his position of having that negative interest of Twilight. So I had two wonderful, wonderful people to relate this to. You should immediately subscribe to their Twitch channel at Radio Free Multiverse. They have trivia. They have talk. It is a good time. I had a really good time. And because we had that recap, I can thankfully just get right into the film today, which we're starting at, surprise, surprise, the one hour mark. We're now entering the second half of this film. And as I said in the recap, I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this film is taking me. I am along for the ride for <laughs> Mr. Cullen's wild ride. I'll keep saying it because it truly is him and now Bella joining in the sidecar and taking me with them wherever the fuck they go. We got that 3-2-1 boop coming right at you in 3-2-1 boop. So we are at the point where Edward is explaining how the doctor turned him into a vampire and started doing it to other people, including the vampire's wife. Edward, quote, I don't want to be a monster. We consider ourselves vegetarian because we only survive on the blood of animals. I, I get the metaphor, but also no. And no, killing animals instead of humans is not like eating tofu. And now I want Whole Foods to market tofu exactly as that. It's like animals to vampires, tofu, human food. There are other vampire clans. Okay, so that interests the concept that it's possible that these other vampires are the ones that are out killing. Which... I'm going to assume because the movie is positioning Edward as our hero that that is true. Alice's visions are subjective. Did you hear that, Alice? Your visions are subjective. Although your vision for me, watching this four minutes every day, is panning out absolutely as predicted. Okay, now we're cut to... Bella's we're back at Bella's place and he just totally like took his hand and pulled the fender out to undent it I mean that's good it's nice that he did that for her but okay so Bella is really just diving in she's Inviting herself to dinner, but she's just worried about the fact that they won't approve of her as a girlfriend material. Not, you know, the whole murder blood suck. 
I, I try to avoid murder death kills as much as possible. Oh, okay. Jacob's dad just gave the evil eyes to Edward. So he's sus. Hey, Jacob's back. Yay. I had lost all hope of getting Jacob, but he comes back when you need him most. Jacob. I also love his knit hat. I will admit, I more or less rock this Jacob look when I'm in boy mode, which is most of the time. And I, Jacob is, is 17 and I'm in my 30s, so I don't know what that says about me. Oh, spread word to keep the kids out of the woods. Wow, he's looking right at Bella. Jacob's dad is looking right at Bella and is calling her out. Oh. So it's... I mean, it kind of... We're now getting vibes of that Romeo and Juliet aspect where it's, you know, two families, opposite ends, except she's not a part of the families. It'd, it'd be like if if there was Romeo and Juliet, um, but the main character was like someone called, I guess Bella. Remember Lucy's use her name, and it's like, oh, Bella's in here now, and it's Romeo and Bella. The whole height fight between houses—that's a side thing. And oop, I'm past four minutes. Wow, wow, that came rather quickly. Okay. Huh. I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested. Jacob, again, he it brought interest into me. Well, and actually, I mean, his dad. Uh, I Now I'm fascinated for him to be a part of this because he at least added the energy that I feel was needed, which is being suspicious of Edward and his intentions. Now, again, this is movie is just going to be a slow burn of first laying the track for why the relationship with Bella and Edward is a terrible idea to then the twist being, oh, no, it's actually a good idea and it's predestined. We are looking at two star-bound lovers here. Blah. Okay. Okay. I appreciate we have finally at least settled vampire origin story we are going to meet this cast of vampires who i'm guessing a lot of them are going to come into play in the later films so this is you know laying the seeds of of their multi uh film arc we're we're getting there the the film is at least a film right now and it's not just anguishing shots of people staring at each other things move forward revelations happened team jacob happened and yeah that's all she wrote both stephanie meyer and missy now at the end of the 104 mark my gosh we've made it still into the second week Again, if you have not done so and just went straight to this episode, please 
please do yourself a favor. Listen to that recap. It is joyous. It, I am now at the point where I am reveling in other people, delighting in my mental madness. Missy's madness makes modeling material, marvelous material, is more like it. All right, y'all. Subscribe to Radio Free Multiverse. You will hear from me tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Twagust, day 17, episode 17. I am looking at the paused, smug face of Mr. Edward Cullen as he brings Bella in to meet the family. And my only thought right now, and my only thought since I got to this scene yesterday, is that I cannot wait for how Bella is going to try and normalize everything that she's about to see with the Cullen clan here. I'm really curious to see how she reacts given that she's ignoring a lot of the dangerous signals that's being sent her way we are at an hour and four minutes here and guess what i think you got it we're gonna three two one boop three two one boop it really is a the Cullens just would live in this modern-esque, modern-esque, modern-style place. And I don't remember if I said this yesterday, but why would you have all glass in it? Why would you just have glass in your house there? I didn't know that vampires cooked Italian food. Oh, wait a minute. Are they learning to cook Italian food for her? Oh, my God. Oh my god, they think she's Italian because her name's Bella. That's some very good alien research there. Oh, she she called it Italiano. My mother, for all intents and purposes. Gosh, they are also... Whoa, okay. She can just smash a salad bowl in her hands. That's some rage. Uh, oh my gosh. Let's just keep, yeah, honestly, they're all acting like she's the weird one for freaking out that Bella's here. But it is absolutely dangerous, the scenario that they're in. She is absolutely right. I love when characters say this entire family will be implicated. Uh, (laughs) I'd become the meal. Okay. So, again, she is normalizing the threat that she might have her blood sucked. Oh, a character named Alice in this. (laughs) Do you smell good? 
Okay. So I well, I mean, these are the vampires that we've seen at the high school. So it's you know, they finally have told us they're new. Why are they? Oh my god! Literally every character in this is a sociopath, and these vampires keep mentioning like. Stay strong, be good, you won't suck them, you're fine. It's just like, they're so proud of themselves for not actively murdering people. Which is the punchline to a, a lot of the concepts of what we would do in the shadows. One of my favorite TV shows. But this is a movie that's expecting me to take it seriously, I, I suppose. So it just seems so out of place. Oh my god, it's a wall of graduation caps from all the times that he as a high school, he's a hundred year old high schooler. So yeah, of course, there's like a hundred hats on that wall. <laughs> hey, this is my room. Wow. He's, oh, he collects vinyl. Okay. I'm getting it now. I've understanding your character. He's a hipster. He enjoyed all of this stuff before it was cool. Literally. So he's keeping all that media on there. He's even got high fidelity stereo. Yeah. Okay. Edward's a sound hound. Okay, so, but like, that's how you introduce the character of the vampires for the first time as a unit which is just all jokes about them not killing her and her being like yeah no 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 i get it if like i do something bad you'll kill me haha -ha. and it, it how many times do i have to say it bella you are in danger girl you are on the highway to the danger zone you are on the skyway to the danger zone but it's where you want to live, apparently, because you are going to love him forever. You're always going to think about him. You're always going to be dreaming about him. And this will last us five movies. We'll stretch this out for five movies, even though you have told us from the start what's going to happen. That's all the thoughts that I can afford on this moment because I need to see the next one. If you haven't had a chance to do so, Go ahead and listen to the week two recap with Forrest and Emily from Radio Free Multiverse. Or if you haven't subscribed to their Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Radio Free Multiverse, you should do so because you'll get a chance to see them in action as well as see me in the chat type, type, typing away. So get a chance to talk to me and see what my thoughts on twilight are at any given moment because that's all that i have now our thoughts about twilight at any given moment take care everybody hi there i'm missy information on august 1st i was challenged by alice lee of the bat month podcast to watch the film twilight four minutes every day during the entirety of the month i decided to do it because who am i to say no to someone on the internet and thus began twagust I've never noticed how thick Robert Patterson's eyebrows are. Welcome to Twagist. It's day 18, episode 18, and I am looking at Edward here as we are paused 
at one hour and eight minutes. I'm really excited to jump in. We're at that point where we are just getting more and more and more information about Edward and his weird old vampire kin. We also learned that he's a record collector and that their house has a lot of sunlight for people who don't like sunlight. So, two things we found out. We're going to go ahead and get ready with a three and a two and a one and a boop. Here we go. A three, a two, a one. Boop. Bella even just says right now, you have so much music. I mean, if you're a... Assuming... It's just like... Claude Debussy. Oh, he's trying to seduce her with Claire de Lune. I mean, Claire de Lune is great, but like, do you, are you going for basic bitch romantic music? Oh, holding her hand. Oh, this is you're trying to make a moment with just the two of you. You're in your room. You're playing classical music. Uh, let me see if I can dance with you. Let me let me bring you close here. Oh no, is he gonna get too close? Is he gonna bite my neck? No, I just wanna teach you to dance. I'm narrating my thoughts for him because nothing is being said right now. And there he slowly turns her around. And look at her face, like she's surprised that she could do that. Oh, she said she can't dance. But you just, I mean, you're not really even dancing right now. This is the slowest steps I've ever seen. Which, he can move really fast. We know that, so. Again, oh my god, we're just, no subtext is text. She has to say, I'm not scared of you all the time. Oh, shit, now they're flying. To, okay, so they flew as, about as far as a zip line on their house, and now he's just climbing up a tree. Are they sure that he's not the werewolf? I don't remember vampire lore being about climbing trees. Okay, so in this, vampires can fly, but it's more of, like, jumping without falling. Because it doesn't seem to be across vast distances and requires trees to be your interconnecting, your interconnecting portals there. Wow, you can take me to the top of this, of this tree. That's a gorgeous view, though. But, I mean, you can take her to, like, the mountainside that it's across the way. You don't even take her to the top of this tree. I think I'm just sensitive because, as a heavier person, I'm just afraid of tree branches collapsing underneath me. A very normal fear, of course, because I often find myself in trees. Flying from there to limb to limb on my commute to work every day. I do like this digital... Okay, so that might have been a practical effect of just them zooming out with two people in a tree. But if not, that was actually some okay CGI. Oh, and he can play the piano too? What can't he do? I mean, again, 100 years old, you're always a 17-year-old, you can take a lot of piano lessons. Oh, he's like Bill Murraying it from Groundhog's Day. Because he can just, like, have all the time he needs to study. I mean, that's, you know, 
if you're caught in a hellscape where you do not age, you are basically living in a Groundhog's Day every day. And thus, learning music would be an appropriate use of your time. 30 seconds left, and there are people on the hunt. Well, like, okay, so not on the hunt, I should say. There are cops that are there with dogs, so they're on the prowl. And Bella's dad's there. Yes, they're human footprints. And I think it's because they were attempting to track animals because they think that it's animal killings. And we're going to learn more about this on the next episode of Twagus because we've hit minute 12 of the hour and 12. Huh. Uh, I mean, that was a lot of nonsense I just saw. It, the way that he just jumped from tree to tree and then scampered up a bit like a cat trying to like avoid like when a neighbor turns on a lawnmower and it spooks them and they have nowhere else to go. I just what? Oh, my word. Is this what people think is romantic? I mean, to each your own. I'm not I this I'm not trying to be a hater. It's just I'm not a relater. That's more of what it is. So it's it's trying to break it down and understand. And yeah, I'm just at the point where this is breaking me down. Didn't learn more about vampire lore like I was hoping, except for the flying part. But Bella, 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 you're doubling down again. How many times? How many relationships have y'all been in where you have to reassuredly out loud tell people that you're not afraid of them? I don't know. We will be here tomorrow for another episode covering minutes hour 12 to hour 16. And guess what? Where I'm paused, we're back at a high school. Because this is a high school drama. Good night, everybody. Take care. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Today's a very special Twagust episode. It is episode 19, day 19, but that's not what's special about it. Tonight... I'm going to attempt some experimental audio with you all. There's a thunderstorm and some lightning outside, so I have my windows open to allow the ambience of the storm rolling through, much like the storm that is Twagust. We are at an hour and 12 minutes, and we'll be going all the way to an hour and 16 minutes. Pop into your old Chevrolet. Travel with us back to the year 2008, where Robert Patterson and Kristen Stewart were the hottest item. Get your head in that headspace as we begin with the three, two, one boop. Three, two, one boop. We are at the high school because of high school drama and her friend 
comes in and says, I don't like the way he looks at you. He looks at you like you're something to eat. A very on-the-nose screenwriting. Oh. Ordered you a salad. You should order yourself one next time. Stick it to Dad. Oh, they're asking if you found anything. The townsfolk are worried. Okay, would... So they said they found human footprints. Would a police officer just give up information about evidence they found in a murder investigation just so willy-nilly? Like, I guess they're old townies, so they maybe have some respect, but, like, that doesn't seem like good police work just to just blab about what you know. Oh, Dad is offering every opportunity for Bella to go be with her friends because she knows that hanging out with their dad is not the cool thing. I, he's really, everyone's just really interested in Bella's love life. I mean, I know that's the center of the novel, so of course this is going to be the center of the conversation that we're having, but every time it seems like her dad is asking about who she's interested in. You don't want to... What's in the whole point about maybe like getting married too early and getting together too early if you had a divorce? I do appreciate that the mom is willing to like uproot her life to go with her other son for sports stuff. Oh, she's... Okay. The mom is all into the relationship. Oh my god, he's right here! Oh god! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I can't believe he's just, like, appeared. That's so unsettling. Why would he do that? You can't do that. You can't just pop into someone's room. Ah... Uh... How did you get in here? The window. Oh, friggin' course. He jumped from tree to tree. Why? He... Admitting that he's been watching her sleep! Oh, God, no! No, don't, don't try anything with him. Don't try anything with him. Don't let him get closer to you. Stop, 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 stop. This is bad. This is not good. You're making a mistake. And I can't reach in and stop it. Because I'm not a character in this movie. Okay, so they're just literally testing physical contact. How? I mean, okay, I gotta put myself back in my head. Back when I was... A teen. This is actually probably something that I would have found sensual. I mean, not this, but if, like, two other people were, like, slowly getting contact, and then that led to, like, kissing, back when you felt like kissing was the epitome of everything sexual. And then if it is for you, great, it's not for me. Um, but so just seeing them, like, working toward it, and oh my god, oh, okay, they're just, well... So, a lot just happened right here in these last five seconds. Edward started to get on top of her. She started to pull him in. 
and then all of a sudden, like the exorcist, he is sprung across the room, and his back hits the wall, and that's the end, and we're at an hour and 16. Well, that just got real. I mean, clearly you can tell by my visceral reaction and my cries of despair, uh, amusing as they are, that I am not okay with Edward prowl literally prowling like uh, not even a peeping tom because peeping toms i don't think actually enter your premises that's the whole point of the peeping he's just uh stop it's oh my god like what it the reason why my brain keeps stuttering is i'm also now thinking but bella is consensual and this bella is like trying to get into this and so is this just developing a weird kink between them it's some sort of danger kink or is it is it just trying to like be so like pushing the bounds of what is socially acceptable for both of them i just don't understand i don't understand what this relationship is it's really confusing to me and I don't know if the books reveal her thoughts better. And so we're, like, hearing everything along the way. We get some narration in this film, but it's sparse. They really just, like, apparently throw it in when they need to fill in the gaps for you that they can't do visually. Because we're not... I, we, she's not constantly telling us what she thinks. So I'm having to interpret it all. And it's really confusing. This move... Okay. Um, I can't get this worked up this early in the day. I'm recording this because I wanted that nice storm effect hours earlier than what I normally would. So my brain is my brain is all uptight, too alert, and too wary of every single movement that that boy is making. That, oh my god, I sound like a grandma now. That boy, oh that Edward boy, mm -mm, no, you can't go near him. I forbid it. I know that you like the Collins, but they've been here for a long, long time, and I know what's up with them. Mm, they're bloodsuckers, I can tell you that much. God. Again, knowing that it supposedly works out in the end. My God. It just, so far, this just seems so irresponsible to show young, impressionable people who don't know what the emotional investment is of a romantic relationship because they don't have that level of maturity to understand the completeness of the ramifications of their actions there which connect to their emotions which also connect to your ability to process trauma and information i've had like clearly a lot of therapy so that's where i'm coming from is this place where i'm just framing it people and their relationships to each other and where that relationship goes i'm going to have to go along with that on the journey can we ever recover from this can i ever see bobby pats the same way again is he always gonna be a villain like it's really hard for me to be attracted to bobby pats when he is a stone-cold freak. And not in the good way. Okay, let's see how he tries to redeem himself in the next episode of Twogust. Again, thank you all for listening. And as always, take care, everybody. Hi there, I'm Missy Information. 
On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Batmonth podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Episode 20, day 20 of Twagust. We are flying across the room to the end of the first two thirds of this film and my word are we flying across just as quick as edward when he activated bella's spring-loaded chastity belt in the last part of this film because that's where we ended with edward trying to get some heavy petting with his beloved bella and somehow magically just crashing with such beautiful force. Uh, last night I was horrified. I was terrified. I was going through the going through it all, dealing with just the ramifications of the aggressive physical nature of their relationship. And now that I'm just looking at this still of him flying through the air, this is one of the funniest fucking things that has ever had to happen in a blockbuster film. That one of the main characters goes in to get on the girl and he just flies across the room with such force that you would think this is a parody scene from Scary Movie. Actually, probably a scary movie, too. I think there is basically a scene that's like that. And this combined with the moment earlier with the fan blowing on Bella's hair that looked like an SNL moment when she walked into the classroom and it was literally like, oh, slow motion, look at my hair blowing. It It's someone on here took these cuts as a joke and... The director was just like, yeah, this is perfect. Like, with all sincerity, didn't get it. And then they were just snickering behind their backs. This is the only explanation for how these things happened the way that they did. And do you know what? God bless that editor. They did their job for me. Yeah, I think I'm losing my mind. Okay, we're going to go into Twagus now. We are at, if you can do the math, an hour and 16 minutes and going to an hour and 20. That's the end. Oh, the end of the first two-thirds of this film. We'll only have one-third left. We're getting there. I think I can. I think I can. I thought I could, and I will. So we are going to get going with the three and the two. I'm, I just turned to look at it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's in the air again. This is so... Oh man. Okay, I'm ready to see what explanation we're going to get for what just happened here on the three, two, one, boop. Three, two, one, boop. Okay. She's sorry. I mean, you don't even know what just happened. Okay. So he's... I can't ever lose control with you. I mean, well, yeah, that's like a pretty good... That would be a pretty good thing for a healthy relationship is for you not to lose control. Okay, see, he doesn't look very pale here. And it may just be it's because it's like the lighting. Oh, and now they're just talking. Oh, okay. Good chaste activities. They'll, they can talk. 
you know, about life and everything, and they can fall asleep, and he can gently put his hand on hers. Oh, but it's not. Okay. This is... Again, wow. My sensual theory of this film is still in play because it's just like, what do you want? You want a man that you can just cuddle and fall asleep on? Oh, hey, Thunder, just like yesterday's episode, but in the movie. Rainier beer. Rainier? How do you pronounce that for the mountain? Interesting regional beer. What, is, what a gay bro thing to like focus on, the beer cans. Well, I mean, they're right in there. And it's doing that thing where it aligns. Oh, like the two cans align. So the R in both of them looks nice and symmetrical. That's the word. Sorry, I'm not explaining anything that's going on. It's Belle and her dad talking. I mean, they're talking about a boy again. You know, Bechdahl failing bullshit. <sighs> oh yes cock that shotgun bring him in <laughs> just shove your machiness in here two minutes in two minutes left i am i mean i am curious if we're talking just acts you know a film structure wise kind of what the beat and turn is going to be at the end of this act meet the father Baseball with the family. I mean, baseball is a hundred-year-old type sport you would play. I do love baseball. Watch a league of their own. I'm not getting paid by them. I'm getting paid with the joy of watching the TV show, but it's amazing. I played uh, in a homeschool softball league, softball league growing up, so I actually do enjoy baseball. And went to our minor league team here in Des Moines. It's just a hat. It's nice. I'm such a nerdy baseball person and a nerdy politics person that I got an Iowa caucus jersey, which was from 2020, which is when the Des Moines, um, or the Iowa Cubs played uh, a one-night game as the caucuses. It was delightful. And the only happy memory I have of the caucus that time, because it was a shit show. So I think I have been, have I been told about this baseball scene in something? Has this been, it might have been mentioned in like a How This Get Made or a blank check. Because all of a sudden I'm being reminded about, wait for the baseball scene. Oh, wow. This is shot in such a way that is, oh, uh, so it's like quick slow-mos and and time i okay i am not going to be able to pausing at 120 well one i'm going to make an executive decision i'm finishing this baseball scene two i'm not going to be able to visually describe what is happening here it is it, it is so it defies such normal editing and normal directing that i just need you all to go to youtube watch this clip and then just take it in with me because that's how we're going to be ending this one is on this clip. So I'm going to hit play. I'm going to finish watching this. And then we'll we'll go back and we'll watch the entire baseball scene, this the beginning of this next episode, because I need to see what's happening here again. I'm This is a sight to behold. Ready? Three, two, one. Going back. This throws a ball. Oh, my gosh. She catches it. And 
<laughs> I mean, that was an easy call, Bella. <laughs> it looked like she stuttered there. Okay. Oh, wait. Is there a weird now rivalry between... Um, I don't know names, so I'm just going to say Long Blonde Vampire and Bella? Oh, my God. It's like, yeah, they'll just go the slow-mo when they're hitting stuff, but then they're vampires, so they're moving fast. But it's just like slight... Oh, and they're jumping in the air, and they hit each other midair while there's lightning. Tee! <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, I'm going to be real. Between this and, like, a league of their own, I just want to start playing baseball or softball again. Ugh. This is so funny. Oh, yes, jump up the tree. Because that's what all vampires do when they're required for... The, oh, my word. She, what is with that leg lift she's doing each time? It's so perfect and so, like, like a dancer doing it. Uh-oh. Bad vampires are walking on the field. I think this is when the fun ends. Stop. She said stop. Okay. So when she said stop in the film, we stopped and hit pause. Uh, at a minute 21.20. But again, we're going to get a start of the baseball scene. Uh, next episode, I will give you that timestamp, which is a bit before um, an hour and 20. Wow, that was beautiful. Oh, that has re-energized me going into the last half, or last half, Jeezy Pete's, the last third of this movie. Because I don't have to take this seriously anymore. I don't have to just let my brain analyze and wonder what the psychological aspects of this relationship is is because this scene shows me that no one on set and no one making this film cared about it either they didn't they if they put this scene in my god they really just like oh okay this scene is like freedom oh just like baseball and america and apple pie and um hating your neighbor because they walked up onto your turf and they are Evil, either other vampires that you don't like or humans or werewolves and then we all start uh, nitpicking each other oh time honored tradition beautiful oh well I'm gonna end on that note God bless Twilight she did a good job making this for us to enjoy oh my word thank you all for joining if you have made it through every episode with me so far I hope you hear the joy in my voice right now because I am invigorated and imbued. And honestly, I'm here it comes. Why Bobby Pats? The less that they've smeared that makeup on him, the more I'm understanding it. It's He's looking more normal and I'm not going to get into what I mean by normal because that's... People who have listened to a league of their own probably have just been triggered by me saying that I slightly triggered myself saying it. But I just mean in the sense of it's not that pale white, you know, obviously gothic vampire nonsense that they're trying. He looks pale, but a good pale. Like, you know, looking at my skin, yeah. No, I've gotten some sun because of the state fair. So usually I'm paler than this. But yeah, I'm rambling now. I'm getting off. Let's see you all tomorrow because we're going to watch this baseball scene again. Ra ra, sis, Take care.